0: We're kind of like half excited and half really nervous right. about this. Of <laughs> right like, this is going to be really fun. And can we actually handle sure. having another dog in our lives? Uh-huh. It's going to probably cause some you know disruption, at uh-huh. least in the short term. Hopefully not in the long term. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we've been thinking about it so long, we're going to finally dive oh. in.
1: Welcome to Real FM Rewind. B side, Where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Hey, hey, welcome back to another edition of Real FM Rewind, B-Side. We are Anson, Kara, and Isaac. I never know where to put my name in that
2: like lineup. <laughs> you <laughs> were second this time. <laughs> like, it was very nice of you to go second. I
1: don't know. I, it, it always feels awkward to me. Anyway, <laughs> here we are. Glad to be hanging out with you again this week. Hope you're having an awesome week. We're here to talk about the things we're excited about from the week, the things we're listening to. I'm going to get us kicked off with On Repeat. And my On Repeat this week is Paul Hernandez. All around the world.
0: Where can I go? You'll find me. Wherever run you. Meet.
1: I'm really enjoying this song from a uh, Vancouver rapper, Paul Hernandez. I don't really think of rappers normally when I think of Canada.
0: <laughs> the Couv. Drake's <laughs> from a fair Canada. Point. I'm not sure that I
2: do either. <laughs> Drake is from Canada. That's is true. It? Yeah. Okay. One of the most famous. Uh, yeah. that's kind, kind of Six. Ironic. That, yeah. I know. But I still, yeah. I'm it like, doesn't really... Canadian rapper? I like, barely think of Drake as a rapper.
0: though. So <laughs> it's fine. I barely think of him as Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Well, not. <laughs>
1: So Paul Hernandez, I really like his sound. It's almost like a chill rap. And I learned a little bit about Paul Hernandez. He got his start rapping actually in a church, which is funny to me. Like I love he that. did lots of work with like graphic designing. He was very creative, yeah. and then kind of broke into this music scene rapping through the church.
0: A Canadian church rapper. A
1: Canadian rapper. church it gets better, rapper. Yeah. I know. ripping getting...
2: for the Lord, eh? Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. It's beautiful. I, yeah, I really like this song. The chorus, it comes back to where can I go? You won't find me wherever I run. You meet me there all around the world. All I see is you. And it just sounds to me like a paraphrase of Psalm 139, you know, Where can I go that your spirit won't find me, basically? And so I've always loved that psalm and that concept. And I think Paul kind of explores some of these ideas of anxiety and questions in his music. And so the fact that he's kind of coming back to that Mm. paraphrase of that psalm, even though he doesn't necessarily say that he did that explicitly, but to me, that's exactly where my mind goes. He just sounds like a cool guy. And I mean, he's from Canada. So are we surprised?
0: (laughs) He was a new discovery for me. I had never heard of him before until I found this song. There's another song that a few radio stations played called Highs and Lows, I think. Mm. Um, But I've listened to him a little bit more after discovering this song. And I think you'll probably hear him on Real FM again because he's got some good tracks. But that's one of my favorite things about running real FM and, yeah. and looking for music yeah. is kind of just discovering these guys that yeah I've never heard of before but he has I don't know several hundred thousand listens on all I of his know. songs like he's, it's not like completely underground nobody's ever heard of this guy no right.
1: it sounds like his music career started back in like 2012 okay and then he kind of took a break and came back around 2020 gotcha and has kind of come out with some fresh new stuff so maybe that's why it's yeah, like, well I haven't so. really heard of him but he sounds like a veteran when you hear him because right. he, he has lots of this experience but yeah I just I really really like his sound and think this song is really beautiful.
2: We interrupt this program to bring you a pause.
0: All right. Now we're going to take a pause and talk a little bit more about one of the things that we shared on our shows this week. Earlier this week, I announced a big, big, Thing happening in my family. We're adding a new family member. Yay. No, my wife is not expecting. We're getting a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you always get it. I probably should lead with that like yeah. before getting people's like, no, you yeah. attention. You should do like a gender <laughs> and pregnancy announcement <laughs> for your dog. For
2: your dog. <laughs> that would
0: be fun. I was telling Kara on our show earlier this week that I feel like there are two main life stages where people tend to add a pet to their family mm-hmm. life stage one is when you don't have any kids yeah mm-hmm. maybe you're not quite ready to have kids mm. so you're like oh we'll just get a dog instead right because yeah. that's like kind it, of like a kid it's
1: like kids life but
0: right not yeah. diet, fully committed kid to kid <laughs> yeah it's which right. my wife and I we did this we yeah. our, our firstborn son is a 12 year old named Cypher
2: Okay, that's uh, beautiful.
0: he's a little tiny mutt uh, that we got before we had kids because we weren't ready to have kids yet sure <laughs> And then there's phase two, which is we're pretty sure we're done having kids. Right. Uh, We don't want to have any more kids, but maybe half a kid uh would also be fun. So then we're going to get another dog. Yep. So my wife and I were two for two on these uh, (laughs) stereotypical acquiring dog phases. Sure. Sure. Both pre-kids and post-kids. Yep. We are getting a dog. He's going to be here tomorrow. We're really excited about it. He doesn't have a name yet. I mean, he has a name. He's a rescue dog. Right. Yeah. He's about eight months old. So he has a name. His name is Waylon currently. And we're currently debating whether we keep the name or we go to a different name. So we got to work on that. Got to workshop that a little bit. Yeah. But this is something that we've been thinking about for a couple of years. Like, and I am a big runner and I would love to have a running buddy. Yeah. Our little. 12 year old Cypher who's about <laughs> the size of my foot uh, is probably not gonna be able to do that very well at his age or size. That's sure. Fair. So we've wanted to add a dog for a while that could be a running buddy for me. But there are also, I have to admit, some parts that make us really nervous about this. Mm-hmm. Neither Dre or I have ever owned a large breed dog before. Oh yeah. So having a larger dog is gonna be very new to us. That's mm-hmm. fair. Um, we do have a three year old that could get knocked around a little bit by yes. said large dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Weimaraners are great running dogs but they're also like high energy dogs. Yeah. Yes. And so it takes a lot of exercise and attention and yep. stimulation. They're very smart too, which is awesome. They're yeah. very easily trained uh, as far as dogs go. Right. But any training is work and all. Oh, for sure. So anyway, we're we're kind of like Half excited and yeah. half really nervous right. about this. Of <laughs> right like, this is gonna be really fun. And can we actually handle sure. having another dog in our lives? Uh-huh. It's gonna probably cause some, you know, disruption, at uh-huh. least in the short term, yeah. hopefully not in the long term. Mm-hmm but yeah. we've been thinking about it so long. We're going to finally dive oh, in.
1: That's exciting. So I'm kind of yeah.
0: curious, like I know both of you have pets mm-hmm. and have had pets. What has your experience has been like in terms of adding a new pet to the family <laughs> and how you adjust and like, yeah, uh, how much it takes over your life. And yeah. have you felt that like strain and nervousness at the beginning? Yeah. How quickly did it get better? Oh, What's your guys' experience been like with adding a new pet to the family? Yeah. You're going to go first.
1: I will go first. The only time I've ever added is my old cat was like, 12 or 13. Yeah. And I got a kitten. He might have been like six to eight months or
0: something. Okay. So th- that's kind of like in the cat about, world, obviously, but similar thing where you similar. have like legacy pet. Yes. Bring in the young gun. The new the yeah. baton pass. Young <laughs> whiplash. they got to like yeah. figure out how to coexist. Oh yeah. my
1: gosh. Yeah. So I, I always think it's worse with cats. Mm. Like I feel like they're a little more just like attitude about it. Like, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> and when they're an only child for a long time, which he was. So I remember taking reverb my kitten out of the cage and like bringing them face to face and i think snapshot like whacked him in the head like three times <laughs> yeah. immediately it was yeah. like hiss whack 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 and know reverb, your place reverb was yeah. like
2: what is happening and right.
1: so i i spent a lot of time that first it was like new years i remember and i was glad i was home because mm-hmm. i felt like i spent a lot of time like eyeing them and refereeing breaking and just up fights making yeah. sure that like re- you know, Snap wasn't going to kill him. And I don't think he ever got like violent for. just he was just mad. He was <laughs> angry. Yeah. And so I don't remember how long it lasted. I think it got better quicker than I expected Mm. but it was very nerve-wracking at first i was super nervous about it and my brother has like seven cats and was like just do it they'll be fine like they'll they'll get over it it." and Mm -hmm. i was like okay i
0: I feel like people who have experience like doing this a couple times then you're like okay i know what to expect yeah i know it's gonna be a little cray cray at the beginning (laughs) right but it'll calm down they'll adjust If you haven't done it before though you're kind of like Oh yeah! Is this okay? That yeah, my animal is beating up that right. other animal. Like, <laughs> am I being
1: a bad pet mom? And am I neglecting my older animals? So I remember trying. I bought some of those plugins in the wall that are supposed to release these like pheromones that calm oh, them down okay. and stuff. I don't think it worked, but. <laughs> I tried. I tried the things. But eventually they did calm down. They lived a somewhat peaceful existence. <laughs> then Reaver, as he got older, uh, he would yeah. start jumping the older like, guy. Now I can take advantage of the, right. old, old, yeah. the old dude. Yeah, right. But he would still submit or back off at some point if okay. if, if, if Snap was like, oh, no, you don't. So yeah. anyway, yes, it was an interesting experience. But I know you've had a lot more adoptions than yeah. that. How pets do
2: you have, Isaac? Isaac? OK, so four cats. <laughs> <laughs> there's, There's... Hogarth, Ahsoka, potato, lady. Yeah, four cats, two dogs, four chickens.
1: Oh, that's so, amazing. Uh,
2: that is incredible. It, it is a full home. You have ten animals. And that's, a teenager. So it's, ah, it's, it's, it's like, like a 11. full <laughs> it's just very a much an animal. It's literally yeah. a um, So introducing another dog to a dog was interesting because I have two... Medium to large sized dogs. Yeah, you do. And gravy, my sweet boy. Um, he is. I will admit first, he is a highly reactive dog. This is how we got him. We got this traumatized dog, and oh. we're now working with him. Yeah. And I was kind of like, let's see how this goes. And <laughs> yeah. Ripley is a very sweet border collie who is She's so pretty. Very rough playing. Mm. So oh. she wanted to play, and gravy was like, uh, uh, no. And then they like <laughs> instantly started bark scary fighting. Okay. like Ooh. Ears back, no wagging tails. Yeah. Oh. Wow. And I kind of had to, like, muscle them and get between them. And then after, like, two hours of booty sniffing, they were fine. Like, <laughs> which, like, yeah. It's just, That's so they, cute. They had to figure it out. yeah. And now they'll play wrestle, which is great because... I'll see them like doing the tug rope together. Uh-huh. I'm like, that used to be me. Yeah. <laughs> to do that You've with gravy. Replaced. So <laughs> but, I'm happy about they it. They get yeah. a little bit of exercise they do. Though, with each other. They work yes. each other out, which yeah. is great. Because is if you good. have a highly like athletic dog, we have two. Yeah, uh, You have to walk them every day. Yeah. And yeah, That's actually been really good for my mental health because it forces me outside. Yeah. First thing in the morning when I've got a normal schedule, the first thing I do is get outside with the sunrise. That's cool. Walk the two dogs. Mm-hmm. And that's just a great 30 to 40 minute starts yeah. my day. It gets them all Zen and calm. And then we do our day. So I I love athletic dogs. I think they're great for everyone. Yeah, Hmm. we're excited about that. Uh, My wife has
0: thought for a while, like she needs to start like walking more or finding yeah. some kind of outlet for exercise. And so she's kind of been thinking mm-hmm. like, well, maybe having to be responsible for this other being yes. and like, I, I have to do it because the helps. dog needs it now is like mm-hmm. kind of gives her some accountability yeah. to do that. Yep. The yeah. one thing that I think is going to be a little tough and we've heard like mixed reviews on this. And I know none of us are like veterinarians, so we probably would have to go ask someone who actually knows what they're talking about. <laughs> sure. There are mixed opinions i've heard on whether or not you can run with a dog at certain ages so oh, there's concerns okay. about running with dogs when they're young when they're still in their puppy stage mm-hmm. because as they're growing their like growth plates i guess haven't completely closed and like fused yet
1: oh wow and they're
0: so their joints are very loose because they're growing rapidly yeah. and, and then as they approach adulthood it starts to kind of finalize i guess and solidify a little more oh wow and so you can potentially do some damage to joints especially in larger frame dogs if you do like kind of what you call forced exercise which sounds meaner than it is but like just you know like doing a a long jog or something with a dog you want to be a little careful about that apparently when they're younger okay so i've got to get a little more information about that i think our dog at eight months is like just starting to get to where he might be old enough to where we could do that just a little bit. Yeah. But also even if he could run fully dogs have to be trained just like humans do in terms of endurance and fitness and all of that kind of stuff. And so it's not like I can just take him out with what I'm doing currently because I'm already running Mm -hmm. 25, 30 miles a week and he can't Mm -hmm. just jump in and do that right away. Right. So between those two factors, the one thing I'm kind of worried about is like, I'm still running and I don't really want to stop doing that. Right. Yeah. But if he can't come with me on those, then I also have to add yeah. like oh, a walk to it. Right. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, how do I oh, man. get my runs in and do the walking at the same time yeah. until he's able to actually just join me yeah, right on all the runs? It's a lot be an to manage. Adjustment. Yeah. So yeah. that part's going to be a little tricky. And then the other thing is just having a larger frame dog like in our home on a regular basis. I feel like that's probably something we'll have to adjust to. Was that an adjustment for you at all, Isaac, of like, there's this dog that could potentially like reach things on the counter or like run into (laughs) stuff. Or when he wags his tail really vigorously, Uh it could like actually like do some damage or hit somebody.
2: All of our cups are now steel tumblers. (laughs) Like seriously, everything is non-breakable. It's like a toddler perpetually. Uh, Uh, They can both reach countertops. have everything like shoved to the back of like everything yeah. touches like the backsplash in our kitchen yeah um because i've lost so many sandwiches Lo- oh. loaves of bread oh wow quesadillas <laughs> like a full stack of quesadillas I, and i'm like i feel
1: like i remember there was some cupcakes pre-made once that yes, got demolished double oh,
2: yeah. chocolate chocolate chip cupcakes oh, no. oh. which like dogs aren't supposed yeah, to have that real bad all he did was get gas which <laughs> <is> so funny <laughs> i was like yeah i bet you have farts you yeah. idiot <laughs> <laughs> not to so, mention a major sugar high. Yeah, so oh, I mean, yeah. you just you adjust, and you adjust with like the do Weimaraners sh- shed very bad. I, I think they're like medium to low shed dogs because okay. they have yeah. a very like thin,
0: thin wiry coat, yeah. kind of yeah. coat, so okay. they're not big like That's shaggy good. dogs. That's, That's good. good. So yeah. you don't want sheds.
2: We have we some do. of that from the the smaller dog. Yeah, yeah. he does that probably fun. a little more. Oh so. my goodness! So you adjust. I mean, it's like it's like a kid. You've got. Kids, so you get it. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll adjust well.
1: Yeah, if you've survived three kids, you'll probably be fine. <laughs>
2: yeah, for sure. <laughs> I like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: we are excited. I am just definitely excited for the companionship like, yeah. aspect of it's that. Great. Of like having a dog uh, to go like run with and be my buddy, be an outdoorsy dog and uh, go on adventures with. Yeah, for sure. Weimaraners are kind of known as I guess being kind of like what they call like Velcro, Velcro dogs, kind of dogs, yeah. but like yeah. they just want to be with you all Kinda the time because like they're your just German shepherds, yeah, super obsessed with uh, you. Yeah. um Which can be both a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Um, but I am excited about the blessing part that's of that. That's It's always a more blessing. blessing.
2: Yeah, yeah. for oh, sure. That's
1: cool. Fast forward.
2: Now is the part of the show where we're talking about what we're looking forward to this week. And Kara, Anson, you guys are a little bit on the inside with this, where yesterday we had our staff meeting and we do prayer requests with each other. And I love that. It's one of my favorite parts about working here. Yeah. Um, I prayed for an answer About my vehicle situation. right? Um, And I have joked about how I need obvious signs about what needs to happen. Um, I was given a very obvious sign yesterday on the highway. Oh,
1: boy. Going
2: 75 miles an hour. Um, So I was going Uh out to Bella Vista to mountain bike. Um, I had my big expensive mountain bike on the back of the car. (gasps) And the car was on cruise control. And it all of a sudden stopped being a vehicle. So (gasps) it. rapidly dropped down on the speed. The speedometer just tanked. Oh my goodness. I pressed the gas button and I said, I, I'm not lying. This is exactly how the inside of the car was. I go, oh no. <laughs> 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 oh. I press, I like floor the pedal and the car does this like thing and I go, oh no. oh no. I throw my blinkies on. I get to the shoulder of the road Oh gosh. and I just kind of sit there for like 30 seconds and I yeah. go like, OK, what just happened? Uh, yeah. So the check engine light flashing and I'm like, duh, you yeah, quit, I mean, you you quit think. working as a vehicle <laughs> like you're now a big metal right. box. Thanks for that. That's really uh, yeah. helpful. <laughs> so I found now after the fact that my car went into limp mode. This is actually an official thing, like when the sensors in the vehicle and modern vehicles detect that something is awry it'll put you in what's known as limp mode okay. where your car can't go above 35 miles an hour to try to not damage the right. engine permanently. Hence me not being able to go above 35 yeah. miles an hour. So <laughs> I got to be the bane of five o'clock traffic's existence yesterday <laughs> uh, going 35 miles an hour uh, on the highway Oh gosh. with my blinkers on. I managed to get it into a Walmart parking lot. Here's how this worked out, though. And this is actually pretty neat. So I had been praying for some sort of answer about what to do about my vehicle. Yeah, and legitimately, I had a big answer yesterday. It needs to go to the shop, (laughs) and this is not this really obvious. Not for lack of maintenance on my end; like I've done everything I'm supposed to do with this car. Um, needed to go to the shop. So it's in the shop right now. Um, but I was thinking, like, okay. This is like at 5 p.m. My entire day is ruined. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to be sitting in this parking lot for hours waiting on a tow. Right. Yeah. From the moment I started having problems with my engine mm-hmm. to the moment I got home, it was an hour and 10 minutes. What? I called the tow service. They were there in 10 minutes. OK, that is wild. My buddy who was going to meet me to mountain bike was like five minutes away. I threw my mountain bike in his truck. He drove me back to Salem Springs. Oh, my goodness. The entire ordeal over before i really had time to really process what was going on in fact i was riding home in his truck and i was like did i get every yeah i did okay we're (laughs) we're good all right that's fine and i'm now kind of waiting to hear back from the dealership about what needs to happen with the car what's wrong with my car and that's kind of my what i'm looking forward to (laughs) is like okay am i gonna be driving this car ever again oh Um, gosh but i am really grateful because one it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Oh, I could man. have had like a catastrophic engine failure. Someone could have rear ended me. It could have been really bad. Yeah. yeah. No one did rear end me which in is, my little time of crisis on the shoulder of the road, which, which is I was
1: great with your expensive bike strapped to the I, back.
2: I was like outside of the car. Like standing on the side of the road, like calling someone, looking at it. And I'm like, I can just see a Honda Odyssey plowing me right now <laughs> and just like destroying everything in one fell swoop. But uh, that did not happen. Good. Um, and the guy. So apparently um, they have this extended warranty thing. Uh, Kia. Shout out to Kia for this vehicle. Um, <laughs> they had some sort of thing with the engines where they're extending their warranty to 150,000 miles for the engine. Okay, I'm under that, so it might be warranted. I might oh. get a new engine out of this. Okay. So, oh, that'd be amazing. Which is like basically hitting the reset button on yeah, your vehicle. Right, the way Heck I yeah. understand solving it. all your problems that you're having previously. Made I don't you know too. anything about vehicles, so <laughs> that's kind of my thing. So you know, who knows? I mean, it'll work out, and it's one of those things that it was so it's so beyond what I can do. I'm just like, wow, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Well, if any thing, maybe I know you were stressing last week because you were
0: having this problem with the oil burning and not sure what was going on. Right, And it's like this very open-ended kind of thing. What do I need to do next? How do I handle this situation? This isn't necessarily great news, but the silver lining is maybe... It it takes all the guesswork out. We're gonna figure like, something <laughs> out. Yeah, right. Like there's you don't you don't have any question about what needs to happen now. You just gotta yeah. wait and get the answer. That's, and then that's kind of where it's I'm gonna at. get decided for you. Right. right. Yeah. The
2: decision is gonna be made for me, and I might be taking kind of an L financially on it, but that happens. It happens to everyone at some point. So. so
1: you may get a new engine for free,
2: or I might because get a new engine for
1: free, which would be amazing.
2: It right. would be very cool. So that's what I'm rooting stay for. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. For, <laughs> stay tuned for Soul Talk on the Soul Train for the Kia Soul. Updates, oh I guess. I, yeah. So,
1: wow. It's going to be cool. Okay. Yeah. We'll be excited to hear the updates. Yeah. Just learned a new word. So, I'm going to use it in a sentence mm-hmm. here. I hope you have a most triumphant weekend. Is that friends. really an 80s slang uh-huh. word? That <laughs> feels like a medieval,
2: know. like, <laughs> pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, it works I'm, for me. I'm for it. Most triumphant. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the
1: Real FM app or at Real.FM. Don't forget, be kind
2: and rewind.